Hello, and welcome to the Hope Station podcast. I am your host, Diane Bells. And today I'd like to start the conversation with a question. And that question is, do you judge a book by its cover? You might say, of course I don't, or of course I do. How else do I make a decision? Well, I want to share four different times that I was judging a book by its cover. The first time was an actual book. I'd walked into our complex's library and just wanted to have a paperback book. Usually I'm reading it on Kindle, on my phone. I have a device. And to go to the beach or go out to the pool, I wanted a hardback book to read. So I'm looking through the books, and most of them look kind of dark, mystery, murder mystery, those kind of things. Not my idea of a good book to relax with. So I pulled out a book by a well-known author, and there was a gentleman standing next to me and says, not one of his best works. I wouldn't recommend it. And I put the book back in. So I judged the cover by the author's name knowing I've read plenty of his books, enjoyed them, but someone recommended maybe not. that's not the best one. So I saw a book high up on the shelf, and it was orange and bright, and it said The Reunion or something like that. And I judged the book by the cover, pulled it, brought it into my apartment. <laughs> Judgment number one. The second time that day, I walked across the street to my public supermarket, and there was two big bins of these ugly looking fruits. So ugly meaning they really had a rough exterior to it. It was all wrinkly and craggly and just misshapen. And I'm like, this is a really weird fruit. It was called Suma Citrus. You can look that up if you want to know what it looks like. And it has this knob on the top and it said in season. So because the cover wasn't that attractive, but I thought, I'm in Florida. Who doesn't want to eat citrus fruits in season? I picked one up. I don't know what it tastes like yet, but I'll let you know later. The next time I was in the airport waiting for my trip home to Florida. I had just spent a fabulous weekend working at a mastermind in Las Vegas was sitting down waiting for our plane to board and a woman came into my space, not in a negative way, and wanted to know if the seat beside me was taken. Well, the woman who was sitting there before had left. She came back and said, no, it's good. I'll just sit where I had my bag. And she sits down next to me and starts to eat a sandwich like she hadn't eaten in a while. I looked at her cover, otherwise known as her appearance, and her hair looked scraggly and just like she hadn't combed it. In clothes, looked like she just take, took the mail of the um, laundry basket and just a little disheveled. And I could feel like this anxious feeling vibe coming off of her. She turned to me and apologized for eating so quickly. She should apologize because I wanted half of her sandwich. I was hungry as well and didn't think I'd make it to boarding time because the flights were a little bit delayed. 
I said, do you, are you going to Florida? Do you live in Florida? And she says, no, I do live in Florida. I'm just coming back. I said, well, where were you? Oh, this is sad. She said to me, I was at my son's, grandson's funeral. He was in a car accident and died suddenly. My heart went out to her. I knew what it felt like. I knew how disheveled, how unkept, how anxious I had probably looked in my own grief journeys. And I turned to her and I said, I understand how you're feeling. I lost my daughter as well. She said, well, you seem to have recovered from it. And I'm like, yes, but it was 25 years ago. She just went on to tell me about how worried she was about her daughter's anger and asking me some just questions about grief. And here I was thinking, this woman just looked like almost a bag lady. I'm sorry to say that, but I'm going to say that. That's how she looked. And my heart went out to her because once I knew, I opened that book, didn't pay attention to the cover. I found a hurting woman who was praying and hoping that her daughter could recover from the death of her son. Oh, the pain of judgment. Then I get onto the plane and another woman sits next to me. I'm in the window seat. She's in the aisle seat. I love when the middle seat is empty. I was also judging her book by her cover. And she had a very different appearance. She was beautiful. Made up makeup, great outfit, great carry-on bag, beautiful. Like I was like, I love that bag. I want that bag. She pulls out a designer purse. She has big diamond earrings, big diamond rings. And of course, I'm having judgment. Then I see her take two cocktails and the judgment is like, what's going on with her? And then she pulls out a book, which is contra to what I believe her cover looks like. And it was a book by Tom Ziegler, a Christian author. I was reading a Christian book as well. And I was curious and said, do you like, or what did I say? I said, why did you pick up that book? Choose to win. She says, I love his books. I love reading these type of inspirational books as I have my own business. I am a stylist. Well, that made sense because she was just so well put together. And I said, or do you live in Florida? Are you, you know, where are you traveling from? And she said, well, I do live in Florida. And sadly, I went to visit my son. I don't have full custody of him. And it's really, really hard to see him for just a weekend and then flying back home to my husband and knowing I won't see him again for two weeks. I'm hoping to get full custody for him, but I'm telling you, it is so hard to leave my son. I know how that feels because each time I go back to my home state and see my sons, I know how hard it is to come back. Judgment again. And I'm trying. I'm trying my best not to judge. And what I remember is I need to be curious. So once I was curious and asked the lady who was looking so disheveled and distraught what her story was, when I opened that book, my heart hurt for her. 
I could communicate with her. I could have compassion for her and definitely I could connect with her. I know the pain of loss. I know the pain of worrying. Can my daughter get through this? Because when my husband Joe died, I was wondering if my sons could get through this. This is the second major loss they've had. First their sister and now their father. Could all of us get through this? And the second one, I got curious by the book cover because the book didn't match her outside appearance. When I did that, once again, I could connect with her pain, her pain of leaving her children and knowing that she had a different life in Florida, but longing for both of those to be connected. For too long, I was in the business of judgment. Yes, I was a judge. I was a jury. I was a recruiter. I was the head of HR who made decisions if people got to stay or go due to performance issues or things that they did bad. It's like my brain is still in that judgment place. And I know how much better I am as a person, how much better I can communicate and connect and have compassion when I take on a different form of judgment. And I'm going to call curiosity. Curiosity is something that I teach to those that are in my leadership classes. And I want you just to think for a minute. How does it feel when you're judging something like that citrus suba? The book, people, and when you become curious. I was curious enough about the fruit that I bought some and we'll cut into it today to witness how good it is, how juicy it is. Was it worth the risk? And then I look at these two women that I was talking to and I have been praying for them every day since that interaction on Sunday. My heart went out to them when I became curious as to why they were going to Florida, why they were reading a book, why they were looking so distraught, everything changed. And I can see the pain of judgment. I've worked with hundreds, if not a thousand, plus clients and students who have been rejected through judgment of another person. Someone who didn't see their value because they didn't know their value. And this is a hard lesson I'm learning because I haven't always known my value, my worth. And I have been working with a coach for the last couple months, knowing that my value is not in what others see, not my book jacket, (laughs) not my designer clothes or my perfectly coiffed hair and makeup. It's the inside. Because God tells us that he doesn't look at the exterior like humans do. He looks at our heart. And every time I'm in judgment, I know when he looks at my heart, it's like, that is not your best, Diane. (laughs) Your best is when you're curious, when you lean in, when you take the time to ask someone what their story is. Learning maybe how you can help them with a kind word, a bit of encouragement. Or when you can reach in and say, I'm going to pray for you. Pray for you now, pray for you in the future, letting you know that I saw you, saw your hurt, 
saw your heart longing for a different outcome. So how do you feel when you're judging? Do you judge to feel better about yourself? That's one of my go-to motives when I'm not feeling so good. And I get into comparison. But working with my coach, a Christian coach, of really looking at what's in my heart, what are causing these judgments to pop up. And as I've said on my Facebook post, a thought can pop into our head. And it's not our fault. But if we let it stay in our head, it is. So each time I wanted to make judgment, I did something different. I became curious. I wondered, what's their story? How can I help them? What can I do differently? And what kind of world would we have if we stepped away from judgment? Because we didn't like someone's opinion, the way they looked, the way they drove, the way they talked, the way they did anything, and became curious. Started a conversation with them. Connected. Became compassionate. Decided to join with them in prayer and celebration. What a beautiful world it would be. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for pulling into the Hope Station. And next week, I will continue, hopefully with some guests. (laughs) But for now, I just hope that you have a blessed and beautiful week and that you too can start looking at people with eye of curiosity and not of judgment. And I pray that you're able to do so.